Gather round, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Campfire Collective. We are your hosts, Philip, David, and Jenny. You know what, yeah. Jen- <laughs> Jenny? I bet your mother's going to be so upset when she listens to these, and she's like, "Can can they just say her name correctly once?" Just <laughs> I. I- I named her for a specific purpose. I named her as, as I wanted it. I didn't name her when she came out and the, and the doctor was burping her and giving her to me saying, what would you like to name her? I didn't say Jenna. I said Jenna. <laughs> so for, for once, I will, let me just re, re go back. David, Jenny, and Philip. Just for your mother. There we go, Jenny. Oh, don't worry. My mother is aware that you get really creative with the way you pronounce my name. So hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so how was oh. everyone's week what's new what's the cool jams man nothing nothing new for me this week uh, if you're asking me um mm-hmm. i'm finally unpacked that's i mean i feel like that's Yay! an achievement for- everything's in its place everything's semi-clean because before you put it away to get dusty again yeah you dust it off you put it in its place and nothing's got dust on it as it is until you move it however long until you're out of your lease and then it's dusty again. So everything's clean. Everything's in its place. The only thing left, the only thing left that I have to add to this room that I have of mine is a wall desk, which uh, for anybody who happens to watch previews later on about this specific episode, you will see I'm hovered next to my bed. I uh, am working off of a station that uh, my computer is on top (laughs) of my trash bin. And I I just desperately, desperately need a, um, like a desk that I I screw into the wall. That's, that's the last, the the piece de resistance, the last part that I uh, need to add to this. Otherwise, I'm I'm fully, fully hunkered down. David, any exciting news for you, buddy? This week in the Netherlands was King's Day, which I guess would be the closest thing they have here to 4th of July. Except instead oh. of barbecues and fireworks, it's drinking in the streets and like... More smoking? Yeah, just more drinking in the streets. Uh, <laughs> and 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 people like to sell things on the on the like the high oh. streets and in, in the what kind of things? city centers. Like they go they sell their crap, you know, like it's like a, it's like a yard sale but throughout the whole city. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> selling stuff. And there's like oh. there's some teenagers like back when I was a teenager we we played some music uh, me and my my and Jake Jake Corlang, Jake our, Corlang. our resident bass player, and a couple other friends would like play, and hope we could make some money. And we did, we did, certainly, uh, certainly enough money to uh, to impress us as teenagers. But anyway, so I now I work in I work in a bar, so I was working for both King's Night the night before <laughs> and King's Day, and man, am I tired. <laughs> Oh, no. I am so tired. I'm whacked, whacked. Uh, but it was fun. It was fun. I would actually rather be working on like nights like that than not, because at least I don't know. At least I'm busy. At least it won't dis- the night won't disappoint because I'll just be busy, busy, busy. Mm-hmm. That's true. But yeah, I'm very tired. That's that's the that's the update. Does it switch from king to queen depending on who is ruling? Yeah, the actually. So when I was time? when I was a teenager, it was Queen's Day. And ah. Queen's Night. Uh, and then the Queen abdicated, and now it's King's Day. I see, Ooh, I see. Okay. Fascinating. That's cool. 
Well, nothing yeah. to report on my end. I'm still staying really strong with my social media break, even though when I <laughs> there's the occasional moment where I have to log into things through Facebook Messenger and I have to log into Facebook. So I'm not counting those moments because it's not like I'm reading any notifications. Um, other than that, I am approaching my final week of rehearsal before my show opens we're getting down to the nitty-gritty getting all the pieces put together the set is being built today as we speak in a few hours <laughs> so it'll be <laughs> so tomorrow we will start uh putting all the technical elements together and um, alien will come to life with props and costumes and our sweet, oh alien sweet will friends. come to life all right oh it will indeed <laughs> it's it's a trap it's a trap <laughs> jenny if i may ask one clarification i asked a clarification with david i yes. want to ask one with you I had a question out of everything that could possibly be missed with social media, and I imagine that there's not a lot. The thing that I think I would weirdly miss the most about social media, specifically Facebook, is the notification of whose birthday it is. Because I don't think I would oh, have that information readily. I stopped caring about that so long ago. <laughs> well, it's uh, that is, you know, I'll admit on that topic. I have noticed that I haven't been receiving like the daily birthday notifications. You know how they used to pop uh, up on Facebook yes. where they'll yes. be like, oh, here's your eight friends that share the same birthday. You better send them a message. Yeah. You but it's <laughs> it's now it's not happening because I totally missed a majority of my friends all missed my friend's birthday that happened about a month ago. And we were all like, oh, my gosh, I am so sorry. We totally missed your birthday. Oh, it's fine. No worries. But still, like. This is the little things like that, Facebook keeping track for you, that I'm like, okay, you know what? At least Facebook has got that for it. But I will admit, too, the one downfall of not having social media Ooh. is that I don't get the sweet memes. I don't get the content Ooh. to share with people. Yeah. It sucks. Because like, I want a majority of the time when I'm speaking to friends, I'm sending them funny videos or I'm sending them funny pictures. And I don't have Just that. Help. This is how our generation communicates. It is. It's how we share the good <laughs> the good life is sending the, the weird jokes and the weird pictures. It's it's crazy how much we rely on that for communication. It's it's insane. All right, guys, court is in session. Oh we have uh we have a, a prosecution and a defense. I have some cases. For you guys to try to settle. Yeah, so I basically I went on to Reddit and <laughs> uh, Phil's got his notepad. I got a steno pad. I'm <laughs> you, coming you just did a Phil, you just did a visual bit for an, an audio medium, just so you know. And damn well, they'll appreciate it. You're damn sure they will. <laughs> I mean, I they did, but I don't yeah. think the, the audience did. Uh, Phil has his notepad. He's ready. Jenny's got her I've coffee. got my, my mug of focus. To focus on the Mug material. of focus. Mug yes. of What I've done is I've found some Am I the Asshole posts from Reddit. Oh, sweet Reddit. <laughs> Jenny and Philip are going to choose a side and fight it out to the death. Okay, let's uh let's begin. Let's begin. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys the first story. This one's a, a bit of a chunky one. Chunky. Am I the asshole for hiding vegetables in my boyfriend's food? <laughs> I, a female 28, have been with my boyfriend, a, a male 36, for a year, and we moved in together about four months ago. One of the first things I noticed about my boyfriend was that he never really ate vegetables. He would sometimes eat them if we were out at a restaurant, 
and they came as part of his meal, but he never ate them when I cooked for him. Originally, I thought that maybe my cooking was the problem, so I asked him if he enjoyed my food, and he told me he loves my cooking. On nights I didn't cook for him, he ate exclusively frozen foods and never ate the vegetables in those either. Naturally, he has some health issues, vitamin deficiencies, etc. He had phrased it to me as if he were somehow just genetically unlucky. I believed it for a while because I don't know how that stuff works, but eventually it became clear to me it's because he voluntarily eats a vegetable like once a month. Six months ago, I started hiding vegetables in my cooking. If I was making pasta, I'd put the vegetables in. I'd usually put in for myself, then take half out, blend it so he wouldn't notice the the vegetable chunks, and then tell him I'd just scoop the veg out of his portion. This happens more often now we live together because I do all of the cooking. He's been telling me a lot lately. He's been feeling a lot better the past few months and has even had his doctor reduce the dosage of some of his medications and he hasn't had to take his multivitamin in weeks. I kept my mouth shut because I'm just glad he's feeling better and it really does mean no harm to hide the veg in his food. Yesterday, I was making one of our regular pasta meals It's one that's very easy to hide at least four veggies in. And I was about to blend my boyfriend's portion when the blender died mid-blend. I had to serve it in all of its veg chunk glory. My boyfriend refused to eat the vegetables, but when he tasted the, the sauce, he said it's weird how it tastes the exact same, even though this one has the veg in it. So I confessed. He screamed at me and called me a controlling b**** and said that it's none of my business if he thinks vegetables don't do anything. I pointed out he's feel, that he said he felt better. He said his health was none of my business and that I'm a controlling, judgy asshole and stormed out of our apartment to stay with his sister. His sister texted me to say he's fine, but she agrees with him. My friends agree it's ridiculous that he didn't eat vegetables, but agree that I'm being an asshole. Am I the asshole? Jenny, which side of this would you like to argue? I would like to defend the boyfriend. Defend the boyfriend, okay? So, Philip, you are defending the the subject here, that she is not an asshole. Jenny, you are saying that she is an asshole. Mm-hmm. Jenny, opening, opening remarks. When someone is not acquainted and accustomed to eating certain food groups, it's not appropriate to be sneakily feeding them things their body does not want to consume. You have no idea if someone has some form of trauma with a particular type of food. You have no idea. You you just can't force somebody to eat certain things. It has to be their choice. So sneakily putting things that obviously this boyfriend has a distaste for, it's just not the thing to do. Just feed the guy what he wants to eat. He's a grown-ass adult. He should be able to eat whatever he wants. Even with whatever side effects they're noticing, there could be other factors in play here, not just food. There was no information about if he was doing other things outside of eating. There was no information about if he was walking, if there was any changes in his medication before his the, the positive uh, results he was receiving. We don't have any other outside information. I'd say that... This is uh, this was not fair of the girlfriend to do, and yes, she is absolutely the a hole. Philip, 
Your Honor, my client has many qualms about this that we would love to address. First of all, on the very serious subject matter of her boyfriend being both the older person in this relationship and having to be somewhat more mature, it's very concerning that he resorted to name calling, calling her a controlling bitch as one Whoa. of the first and most things. That's 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 very uncalled for in a very uh, serious subject matter. I just like to point out that we already see that there is a contentious behavior and he seems to be insecure Objection. about himself in that one. <laughs> just saying, no need for names. No need Objection. for names. Objection, my client was under stress. <laughs> under stress and duress. Be that as it may, Your Honor, be that as it may. Can we also look back, if we may? Did you say, remind me, David, did you say that the ages here were both 28 and 36? Yeah, she's 28, he's 36. As well, I thought. Now, look, if we're going to be completely <laughs> logical here, I think that it's very endearing that somebody is thinking about the long-term health and prospects of an older gentleman that she is obviously nursing and very caring for. Now, look, at 28 to 36... She's she when she makes those oaths and when she makes those plans of marriage or whatever they could possibly be for a longer term commitment. I think it shows us that she is being very serious about this, that she cares about his long term health as she is going to be aging with him and he will be at a further point than she. So any ill effects that his choices have will be directly affecting her sooner to her than to him. Now, if we also may go forward, what is the one thing that I think all of us could agree on. User agreements. Now, whenever we click on that, I agree to the above terms and conditions. How many times have we actually read all of the above? How many times have we actually gone detail by detail in any contract that we sign and actually read all those little, all those little specificities? I, for one, Your Honor, am no better than the rest of us when I say probably zero. And so when it comes to this, and when you lay yourself into the, into the teeth, into the behest of another human being, even when she said that she mostly cooks all the dinners now, that doesn't seem like a fair relationship. That doesn't seem like he's taking half of the responsibility that she is. So therefore, if he's leaving himself to her, if he's leaving himself to her element, if he goes out to a restaurant, you don't necessarily, even though you have that available information to look down and read all that information, you don't opt to do so. You just eat whatever's in the sauce. You eat whatever's in there and you say, hmm, this is good or mm, this is bad. He himself made that decision saying that, hmm, this is quite tasty. Mm, there's something missing. Mm. And as we can all agree, he had health problems, and now he's feeling better. If there was some way, David, that you lost an arm, and there was some way that somebody could get you back that arm, would you necessarily care how you got back that arm, or would you just rather enjoy? Ignorance is bliss, my friend. Ignorance is bliss. And in this case, ignorance is love. I, re I rest for now. <laughs> for now. All right. You've both made, uh, made your opening uh, cases. Uh, something that was not addressed by either of you, the length of the relationship. They've been together for a year mm. and she's been hiding the food for six months, hiding veggies in the food for six months. And they have been living together for four months. Jenny, do you, uh, do you, uh, have any response to what Philip has put forward and also maybe a regard to the length of the relationship? Uh, question for you, David. <laughs> 
That's your <laughs> honor to you. <laughs> oh, excuse me, your honor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, go for it. You know what? I say that, and in the midst of that joke, I already forgot my question. So never mind, your honor. But I want to say something. It sounds like this was too early in the relationship for her to be even making these decisions for him. Hmm? Hmm? Objection, Your Honor. When is there a limit for love to enter the relationship? <laughs> Objection. I'll leave that to the relationship and the people, the parties within it. All right. Uh, any any final closing remarks from either of you, or have you said your piece? I, oh, I just remember my question. Yes. Was there ever? Did she just decide to do all of this cooking, or was there ever a dis, a, a discussion? She didn't uh, it have seems to, to do me, all the cooking. Based on the evidence at hand, that uh, she chose to she chose to do the cooking, offered to do the cooking, because his his style of cooking is heating up frozen food, mm. and she obviously wants more quality in her in her culinary life so that that seems to be the reason she does all the cooking um yeah if i may one more one more thing to add obviously uh the the length of the relationship does seem soon but it seems like as if there is a serious tone as in even half oh, halfway into a year they're moving in together for, and within that point she starts uh she starts thinking long term and going into that it does seem like it has a serious tone so therefore i think it it behooves the the, the well being and and nature of this woman that she is just putting her her significant other ahead of herself as this does not seem like it was done in haste nor has it been for a limited time it's been over for so long there's been lengths that she's had to go to and finally if i may one last thing if he didn't like it so much what in the hell did he think was necessary for a blender for all meals that she's been cooking for all this time? I dare say that that's stupidity on his part, that he thought a blender was necessary for fish sticks night or something, you know, whatever that could possibly be, that she's incorporating veggies so much into every meal that blender was needed. I, my alarm bells would be going off for me if, if for every meal a blender was necessary. Jenny, any last, uh, any last remarks? The bottom line is that there's no communication here, and communication is key in a relationship. She is the asshole, Your Honor. All right, time for uh, time for some judgment here. Look, if they're serious enough to be to be living together, if they're serious enough, uh, or if he has decided to accept that she's cooking for him, then and he's a thirty six year old man, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, grow up! What is ridiculous? <laughs> I can't. No. So th <laughs> my ruling is in favor of uh, of the defense, Philip. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a clear, <laughs> clear winner. Definitely the a hole, uh, not the a hole. You need vegetables. Yes, I, Jenny, you made good point. Communication is key. But uh, when you're dealing with someone who's so, clearly so childish, I do think this woman is probably better off leaving him. But oh, when of you're no dealing question. with someone so so childish, you kind of have to go the extra mile. Absolutely, absolutely. Can we say now how we actually feel? Yes, I would be completely irate. I would never go to name calling, but holy hell, that is so wrong. Communication is key. 
who's to say that she's even just stopping there? Like, what if she's like, oh, he needs to sleep. He hasn't been sleeping enough. And she starts drugging him. That is not within your control to just like go above and beyond. How is that the same? She's if feeding she, him vegetables. It's 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 a necessity. Yes, it's not a necessity. Obviously, he's gone. What what is it? Yeah, but thirty five years without it because of it. But he survived. He's still standing, and and he's doing well enough my, that he bagged friend, her. He has health problems because of it. I can't believe this. You guys are ridiculous. It's no, his I'm choice. Not. It's his choice to change his health. It is not hers. She okay, can encourage it, but it's not. Do you know his- when you have a child who who says like, "No, I don't like that. I don't. I don't want to eat that." And you're like, "You haven't even tried it." And then they, they for like however long of a time they refuse to eat it because they don't like it. And eventually, you force them to try it. But and even if they liked it, they're still they're still going to be like, "No, I hate it." Just to prove a point. That's what he's doing because he never noticed that the veggies were in his food. But what relationship did you bring into the to the equation to pull off your point? A controlling relationship, a Boom. mother, a parent figure into that should not. Nobody should be a parent to the other in a relationship, David. You should have a healthy discussion then of how childish the other person is Look, acting, not be there. He parent. could have at any point, like he trusted her to do the cooking. He could have at any point said, what's in this? That's it. That's we it. We don't know and that he, he, he didn't. didn't. We don't know that he didn't, but there's no there's no evidence to say that that he did ask and she lied to him. So, true. I'm sorry. All right, moving on. You <laughs> guys are stupid. <laughs> Am I the asshole? <laughs> am I the asshole? I am asking if I am the asshole. Am I the asshole for asking my roommates to remove their dildos from the bathroom mirror in a way that is not <laughs> kind? Last night, one of my female 23 <laughs> roommates, uh, male 23 and female 28, washed their dil- dildos in the bathroom sink and suctioned them onto the mirror to dry. I used the bathroom shortly after, and when I came out, I knocked on their door. They said, who is it? And I said, get your dildos off the bathroom mirror and walked away. <laughs> I went to bed later that night. The following morning, both dildos were still stuck to the mirror when I walked in. And again, I told them to get their dildos out of the bathroom. They told me I need to ask them kindly instead of demanding. And I said I shouldn't have to ask at all. We got into an argument about it. I'm worried that I may be the asshole because, yeah, I definitely didn't ask kindly. But it's not like I was mean or unkind Either, as I stated above, I feel like I shouldn't have to ask at all for my roommates to not leave their dildos in the common area. And the insistence that I ask them kindly feels like them trying to derail (laughs) from my request for dildos to not be left in the common area. (laughs) Philip, which side of this would you like to argue? (laughs) Oh, Lord. Uh, I definitely would like to be on our protagonist's side of putting so away the, you want to defend that the the subject the request here. yes the request of putting so away the dildos i'm team dildo in this situation you're, you're team, team dildo team dildo. roommates team roommates oh my god okay <laughs> philip you can uh, you can you can go for it a cardinal rule in any living relationship any situation upon which you are living with another person is and I do quote Abraham Lincoln when I say this, put your away. 
put everything should be put back in its place exactly as you found it. I don't care what happened before or during when I get to it and I use it in a common area. In your own room, be a pigsty. In your own room, burn stuff. In your own room, do whatever the hell you want. I have no controlling interest in that. But when it comes to a common area, a common place that we all have to use, that we all have use for, it's not your job to inconvenience me or even force me to be inconvenienced by having to go out of my way and ask you to clean up after your own self. We need you to leave it exactly as you found it, if not in a better condition. And that first step, because I'm sure that when she left and she first went into that bathroom, there was not a dildo there. And then when she came back, there, there it was in all of its mirror glory. Next of all, I think that we're going to be running into a problem here that many living situations do. Two of you or a couple of people inside one room does not equal more power in that dynamic. Many times, how many how many times do we see couples clouding together and because there's two of them they somehow feel like proportionally they own more percentage of whatever the living situation is they're like oh there's three there's three rooms in the house but there's two of us meaning that it's an even split we, and now since there's two of us we're going to be half of the equation here no 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 my friend no 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 you own only 33% of that thing and in common areas especially you do not own any more right to that than anybody else and honestly, I'll stick there and I'll wait for Jenny to, to go forward. Your Honor, can you please remind me if it was said how long this couple, these two men and this woman lived have lived together? Uh, this uh, two women and one man, a man and a woman, and a couple, okay. and and uh, yeah, and a woman who's the subject of the story. Uh, it does not say how long they've been living together. Your Honor, uh, uh, Mister Emrine, have either of you ever owned a dildo? <laughs> you don't have to answer the question because i feel like it's already answered uh but <laughs> i want to say one thing dildos are muy expensive proper care is absolutely needed to to for the longevity of the dildo now i i made sure to double check and reference <clears throat> the new york times highly recommends that you um, air dry most of your uh, sex toys. Um, air drying is best for most toys to avoid lint getting stuck to the toy and to give it time for any <laughs> nooks and crannies to fully dry. Now, I'd say that's a proper location. to. It's ideal because not only is it hanging on the bathroom mirror, it's not touching anything. It's mid-surface. It allows the air around it to properly air dry the tools of pleasure. Now, in terms of our couple and our roommate, she was very, very quick to fight. We have no idea how long these, this, these, this three, the three here have lived together, but the proper uh, conversation could be had in an ideal setting where it could be, oh, you know, I don't know what kind, just, could you probably not do that instead of, hey, get your sh off my mirror. There's just, she went to right to aggressiveness and I can see that the reaction, the hilarity of the situation caused my clients to uh, react in the way they did. So this became too aggressive, too fast. Proper, a proper conversation would be more ideal for this. Let's take care of our toys, friends, and our roommate situations. I rest my case.
All right, the prosecution rests. Uh, Philip, closing statement. Yes. I think we can all agree here that safe sex should be practiced daily, nightly, whatever you want. So I, uh, bravo, yes. Hygienic, uh, the most hygienic options should definitely be practiced amongst uh, dildos, expensive or not. Um, my only point being, if you care so much about the hygienic cleanliness of one's own dildo, perhaps buy a mirror for your own room and enjoy. Go to huh. town. Place huh. it inside there. And huh. just, just you know, wash and where you need to wash and then have it air dry inside your own room if, it, if a sticking point is needed. And, you know, uh, to address the irritable point, it's one thing to be asked to be nice. It's another thing to be asked to be nice after probably hours, if not long durations of times of an entire night of already having to listen to whatever erroneous noises are coming out of their room. Two dildos. Two dildos. Come on. (laughs) Two. Two. That's an adventurous night that somebody's having to endure and have headphones on over. And then on top of that, then not only having to listen to it, but all but leave anything that is a lacking of imagination by seeing the exact criminal, uh, part, willing participant, uh, willing participant there stationed to the to the mirror. It leaves a little, little to the imagination. Just for the love of all decency, please, please put away any and all visages that that could possibly lead my imagination to what it is you two do behind closed doors. Jenny, I know you already rested, but I'll allow you. Uh, I'll allow you any final remarks. Thank you, Your Honor. Why on earth would you have that dildo be in your room? There is the convenience of having both a sink and an opportunity to air dry in the bathroom. It just seems silly to require two rooms to be able to manage the care of these of these tools. Like, what? What is the point? Tools. Oh, Tools of pleasure, as they say. <laughs> All right, time for my judgment. This one's a tough one. Guys, this is very tough. This is very tough. Um, I've been swayed from where I originally stood on this, at least in terms of the debate. I think I still I still hold the same opinion, but in terms of the debate, I'm going to side with Jenny. How? Yeah. Uh, Now, again, I I still think, uh, no, she's not the asshole. She doesn't want dildos in her common space. But, Jenny, you made made some excellent points. Uh, Hygiene and air drying. Yeah, I I guess she could have asked nicely. Even so, again, like, let's now we can share our our true opinions, guys. Mm -hmm. What the? Uh, Yeah, I I, keep your dildos to yourself. Come on. Take your dildos back to your room. But, Jenny, with the research, excellent, 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 excellent job, New York Jenny. Times. I thought I was giving you a death knell by giving you that side. A way to freaking go. My God. Oh. Thank you. Next on our list, I have a little uh, round of fun factoid for you both and for our wonderful listeners at home. So I have brought one real fact with me today and one fake fact, and it is your job to guess which one is real and which one is fake. Fun factoid number one. 
As of 2022, five babies have been born on the London subway, including talk show host Jerry Springer. Rest in peace. Fun factoid number two. Walt Disney created Mickey Mouse with his longtime friend and collaborator, Ub Ewerks. Which one is real? Which one is fake? The first one, you said five babies have been born on the London uh, underground? Tr- underground, yes. And you said including Jerry Springer? That's correct. What? <laughs> <laughs> like like way back in the day? Yeah, the underground's been around forever, uh, so. Okay, how, wow. I mean, no offense to Jerry Springer, but how old do you think he is, my guy? <laughs> He's pretty old. He's, he's not doing doing him buggy doom buggy like no old, I know like. I'm not saying like I'm not saying he's older than the London Underground I'm just saying like I don't know I think in my head when you said the fact I thought I heard you say in the past year or something oh no oh, no, 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 no 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 as of 2022 like, five Jerry babies Springer, total I'm, I'm sorry okay. that wasn't clear five babies total have been born so that seems not accounting for any potential babies that have been born within the last year right. or so and the second uh, second fact was. Walt Disney created Mickey Mouse right. with his longtime friend and collaborator. I think the Walt Disney one is the f- real fact. I think that's the true one. Yeah, Phil, I think you, you very creatively decided to. Uh, I mean, it happens that Jerry Springer died recently, uh, and that maybe inspired you to invent the the other fact. What say you, Philip? I'm actually going to go a different way. I think it's because Jerry Springer died recently that. A nice little nugget found its way into our our worlds, and if memory serves, I want to say Walt Disney created Mickey Mouse with a fam- family member. I want to say his brother, uh, not his uh, best friend. So I'm going to go with the true fact being uh, the underground birthing situation. All right, <clears throat> you have both placed your wagers. F- fact number one is the correct fact. Jerry Springer was born on the London Underground. He was born there wow. uh, in 1944, um, February 13th. Um, he was That's born- pretty old. <laughs> the London Underground Station of Highgate. The station was at the time being used as a shelter from German bombing during World War One. Mm. Honestly, I think it just surprised me. It surprises me more that there's been only five babies that have ever been born on the London Underground. I would have thought it would be more. Yes. Yes, I would and- have thought a little bit more. Uh, Walt Disney didn't actually create Mickey Mouse. Uh, his friend created it, and it said that uh, Walt basically stole Mickey Mouse from him. Hmm. But we, naughty, yes. naughty Walt. Just, yeah, Mr. Walt, why'd you do that? The game section today is brought to you by Sassy Mama's Sales. Want to get a blast from the past with a fine vintage item? Or maybe need a new blender and other household items? Go to eBay and search Sassy Mama's Sales located within the eBay stores page for all the greatest finds you'll want for every occasion. Sassy Mama's Sales. All one word. All your shopping in one stop. Well, we have a we have a fun game ready, I guess. Jenny's got that for us. But before we get to that, Jenny, uh, Philip and I have some uh, questions for you. Bring them on. I'll go first. In a world where bagels don't exist, what do you eat for breakfast? Huh, a world where bagels don't exist? What on earth? I know, I know. A true horror film. Well, I mean, 
I don't in a world. <laughs> well, I like to say that my crown jewel is a bagel sandwich. So sadly, that bagel sandwich would not be able to exist. Uh, but yeah. I'd be pretty fine without bagels existing because I eat eggs and toast for breakfast every day. So, oh. so I would be. I could have sworn at okay. some point you told you said you uh, ate a bagel sandwich for breakfast. Okay, all right, never well, mind. No, that's, well, eggs and toast. I eat. I do is. eat bagel sandwiches. For breakfast every once in a while but that's not my it's not my usual go-to it's like a highlight it's it's i'm sure that that's a that's a big ticket item right there oh it's it's the crown jewel i i'm very proud of that bagel sandwich i'll make it for y'all sometime oh love to jenny i want you i don't know if this is necessarily a question there's a question element to it but i want you to create the perfect pokemon with me if you will just indulge Whoa! me yes First of all, we're going to go for a Pokemon just off of its looks alone. Yes, we are that narcissistic. <laughs> Let's go there. Give me just which which Pokemon would you like just purely based off of looks? Purely based off of looks. Oh, so pick whatever Pokemon. So yeah, I'm whatever sorry, body. I'm creating my own Pokemon or I'm picking my Pokemon. We're going to together. Look. We're going to. So first of all, we're just putting the body in there. So okay. just whatever Pokemon you want the body to be. I love a good old spooky dooky Pokemon. So I would love to have it some body wise. It would need to be, I would love like a, a cute cuddly ghost Pokemon. So maybe kind of like, um, what's that Pokemon called? Um, it's it's this Pokemon that's go a ghost type, but it looks like Pikachu. It wears like a, a suit that play that that, that kind of looks like like the head and the body of Pikachu and a tail. I'm totally blanking on the name of it right now. It's from a generation that I'm not familiar with. Mimikyu. Yes, that one. Maybe looking a little bit more real though, not so much like a fake Spectre, but something cuddly like that where it. Um, oh wait, actually, you know what? I'm going to backtrack. I would totally be down to have kind of like a dog Pokemon, like a fox Pokemon, uh, kind of like Umbreon, where it's dark and spooky, but it's cuddly and friendly, like a just a just a friendly void that just wants to be given treats and snuggle with you. Quickly, we'll go to the type. What type? Uh, ghost, electric, water, Fire, what type of Pokemon would you like this Pokemon that looks like the the the, the dog Pokemon you listed earlier? What oh, type would uh, you want? Ghost, to be? ghost, absolutely ghost. Ghost, still ghost. Okay, then finally, what would be the favorite move that you can make it do? For those who aren't uh, known in the Pokemon world, each one, each Pokemon has like four specific moves that it can do for actions. And I'm just curious, which is like the favorite move that you would want it to do? Would you want to do cut so that way it can just cut down any tree that stands in your way? Would you want it to be burn so that way it can just burn anything and, and give you a fire whenever you need it? What would be the favorite move that you could uh, learn unto it and just have it follow you around? Mm, that's actually really tough question i would say if i'm remembering correctly it'd be kind of fun to have a pokemon um there's a move called dream eater they eat dreams to feed off whatever life force the pokemon has or it causes a slight amount of damage and then it causes some form of effect whether that be like special defense or speed uh, that would be i would love to see a twist of that being able to uh, this pokemon would like feed off of your nightmares and protect you kind of like a dream catcher that uh. or i would love to see 
she could be my little uh, ghost hunting buddy and she can do flash. Uh, okay, there we go. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. Very nice. All right, we created the perfect Pokemon. Jenny, with our Pokemons intact, let's get to the game. We have played it. I don't can't remember. And I was trying to see when was the last time this game was played on the podcast. I was, um, it's, we were approaching the first, I think this episode is going to be released on the first week of May. So I thought it'd be fun to do. It's going to be May. You said it. That's the title of our game today. It's going to be May Wordle. So yeah. I have picked a word that's kind of themed around uh, several well or known holidays in the month of May. It's it's not a requirement, but you're welcome to guess which holidays these are based on the words. Um, <clears throat> now, uh, I think the way this works is that you can either ask for a letter or for a clue. I have several clues lined up if you choose. I am able to give you up to four letters in a five-letter word. These all are five-letter words. And whoever is able to guess the word first correctly gets the point. And I do have a tiebreaker if needed. And one more time, what is it uh, revolving around? You said May? The month of May. The each. I'll, okay. Actually, you know what? This might help in our, uh, in our game here. I will go ahead and uh, provide the holiday that these are each uh, themed after. That will help direct you in the right direction for Love it. each of what the words Love it. are. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Your first word is uh, representing Star Wars Day, May the 4th. Uh, can, I, uh, can I start? Yes, go ahead. Can I have a letter, please? R. Can I, I will, uh, since we always get a guess. Uh, After, yes, let's clarify for the audience every time a clutter, uh, clutter, a letter or a clue is requested, they are able to make a guess. Go ahead, Philip. Uh, can I guess Revan, one of the Sith Dark Lords in folklore? Ooh, very specific, but no. Um, I try my best to not pick pronoun style words, even okay. though I I did consider it. But these are proper, these are general proper words, proper nouns. Yes, we'll do. All right, David, okay. a letter or clue for can you. I get a letter, please. F. I'm going to guess Force. Oh, David, you got it right on the money. It is Force. So for fun, I'll tell you what clues I had lined up. I had push, nice. energy, lightsaber, and Jedi. Nice. Very good. Very good. All right. David got the point there. Point. Uh, one to zero. Philip, you got this, but good luck to whoever. David's already got a lead. All right. <clears throat> this next one is for Mother's Day, May 14th. Mm-hmm. David, since you got the point, I will let you select first. I would like a letter, please. T. I will guess. I, I really don't know. Steep. <laughs> it's not steep. That is incorrect. Philip, okay. clue or letter? Let's go with a clue. Your first clue is hospital. Birth? <laughs> yes, that's correct. It is birth. Uh, oh. <laughs> Mother's oh, Day, wow. in the day who give who uh, create the miracle of life, aka birth. Very and for fun, nice our thing. clues are other clues are life, child, and mother. Ah, okay. All right, Philip gets the point on that one. One to one, we are at a tie. Your next word is themed around Memorial Day, May thirtieth. David, uh, excuse me, Philip. 
Clue or letter? Let's start out with clue. Clue one is America. I'm going to guess patty. As in hamburger <laughs> patty. What? <laughs> what? Wait, what? Oh, are no. hamburgers related to Memorial Day? Am I missing something? Yeah, I think of grilling and barbecues oh, and stuff. Oh, that's fair. Know. That's true. Memorial Day is a, is a summer holiday, so lots of barbecuing does ensue. David? Okay. Clue or letter? I'll give you that one, Philip. I will take a letter. Oh. I will guess world. Ooh, good guess, but that is incorrect. Philip, clue or letter? Clue. Clue number two is service. (laughs) (laughs) I see we are thinking deep in thought about what this word could be. Uh, Man, I have nothing. Uh, Let's go with poops and know that it's wrong. (laughs) Olive, is that your option? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's going to be, uh, that is incorrect, Philip. David, what say you? Clue or letter? I would like a letter, please. N. I I also have no idea. Um, I'm going to guess. You know what's so funny is whenever you literally have no idea and then you have to come up with something that even fits <laughs> the letters. It's like, okay, then what What else even just fits? Just a word. Any word will do. I'm going to guess north. Ooh, that's also a good yeah. guess, but that is incorrect. <laughs> that's Philip? not a good guess, is it? No, it is. Oh. You're just trying to make me feel better. You're not guessing poops. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll concede it's definitely better than poops. It's poops, yeah. (laughs) Poops was a poopy guess. Uh, Jenny, what was the first clue again? So it was uh, service and what was the second? In service. Oh, God. Uh, Give me one more clue. I'm so scared of giving him that third letter. is badge. (laughs) (laughs) It's not poops, Philip. (laughs) (laughs) Poopin'. But like an apostrophe, no. right? No, <laughs> no, 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 I can't, I can't. I said with an apostrophe, pooping, you know? Uh, but no, I, I kid, I kid. I'm going to go double reverse here, Jenny. I think that oh. you went back to the well here at Star Wars. And I'm going to go with obviously the, the correct answer here. And we're going to go with Naboo. <laughs> I love a callback, but no, that is not correct, Philip. Uh, <laughs> David, darn. what say you? I think you were closer with poops. Yeah. Um, okay, I would like a, I would like a letter, please. H. As in William H. Macy. Absolutely. As in Jesus H. Christ. I think I got it. The word is most definitely one hundred percent honor. Yes. Got it! It's honor! Ah, ah, fantastic! Woo! That one was a doozy. We got there! Woo! I was at first. I'm like, it's not honey. Honey is not has nothing to do with a badge. Yes. And so, so I'm like, if it's not yes. honey, what is it? Honor. So Very nice. America Service Badge of Honor. There you go. Boom. Yeah, All right. Very nice. Next one very is nice. um, this one's themed for Cinco de Mayo, May fifth. <laughs> I did not use any Spanish words. Good to know. Good to mm-hmm. know. All right. Clue number. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, f- is it David? Yes, it's David. Go ahead. Yes, I would like a, a clue. Why not? A, a clue number one is celebration. 
I almost wish you did use a Spanish word. <laughs> and you were like, fiesta, nacho. To be honest, I couldn't find the only five-letter word I, I saw was Cinco. Party. Party? Yes, but that is not correct. Philip? Well, give me a letter. S. You say S? Mm-hmm. How about what every good Mexican-American and any other nationality that celebrates May the 5th would uh, would celebrate with. How about a good bowl of soups? <laughs> no, that is not correct. <laughs> a good bowl of soups. A singular bowl of soups. <laughs> singular bowl of soups. I would like a letter, please. Uh, okay, your second letter is U. Oh, thank God. What I thought the word was going to be was does not have a U in it. It's not soups. I will guess sunny. That is incorrect. Ooh. Another clue, please, Jenny? Your second clue is mariachi. This isn't it, but I, I can't think of anything else. Uh, let's go with super. Thinking about the best celebration there is, the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that is incorrect because that is a February oh. occasion, sir. February. We are in May. <laughs> <laughs> May you be having dream. <laughs> All right, David, go ahead. I would like a letter, please. M. M. Oh. Music. Oh, oh fair fuck is off. correct, David. Yes. <laughs> Victory. <laughs> Victory! Ah, oh, yeah, victory. We are two to one with David in the lead, and your other clue guesses three. were three to uh, one. Oh, three! three oh, oh, shoot! Okay, three to yeah, one. All right, force, honor, and music. Uh, well, I have one question left. So, Philip, let's rock. Let's let's see if we can catch up a little bit. And also, your remaining clues are singing and guitar. This last one is themed after Victoria Day. Now, technically, this is a Canadian and holiday celebrated in the UK, but Victoria Day, I'm counting it. It's May 24th. This is an international podcast, Jenny. It is. That's Don't true. You think I for wanted a second <laughs> that this is an American podcast. Well, it's not technically. I mean, <laughs> I apologize, sir. <laughs> David, you start us off since you're in the lead. Uh, I would like a letter, please. You. Ah, so Who, me? beautiful. <laughs> Uh, I will guess, um, ooh, I will guess bunny. <laughs> ah, that's not correct. The- because Victoria Day definitely- Revolves around bunnies. Revolves around bunnies, and there's there's the Victoria bunny who comes and leaves chocolates everywhere. Yes. And the children go, <laughs> yeah. and look. I'm getting this right, right? Ab- absolutely not. Uh, give me another letter. I don't want to give him another clue. N. <laughs> and it's not yeah, bunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. What is the queen known for, if not her sense of humor? Can we let, let's go with funny? <laughs> <laughs> that is incorrect. Well, I never, I don't, I, I mean, I have no uh, information to share regarding. The queen, I'm sure she is. Hilarious. Oh, a notorious stand-up comedian, Jenny. How dare you? May she rest in peace. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> All right, David, what say you? I would like a clue. Your clue is power. Is it union? Ooh, good guess, but that is incorrect. Hmm. Very nice guess. Very nice guess. Uh, let's go with 
uh, I almost want to just like give up and or not give up, but just no, not, don't give up. No, 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 not give up, but just pass. <laughs> no, uh, which I won't. Uh, let's do a letter. Let's do a letter. I've given you U and N. I will give mm-hmm. you the letter E. Wow, I was ready for so many letters, but E was not one of them. <laughs> what is the true definition of power? <laughs> it's when you have control over someone or something's life and they have little to do to resist it, but you make the necessary sacrifices in order for them to live a better life, <laughs> uh, a more adventurous life, dare I say, a more beautiful life. And knowing oh? that the queen was a notorious florist, I'm going to go with prune. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that is incorrect. But wonderful, wonderful intro uh, to that guest. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> David? Yes, yes, yes. I would like the final, the fourth letter that you may give us. Well, it's the, the last final letter is another E. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'll let the listener know that I, I paused this recording <laughs> for a long time trying to come up with a word, any word, right or wrong, that fit these four letters. U-N-E-E. It's queen. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. You guys kept saying the word, too. I was like, oh, my God. I really, really hope they get this because they have been saying the word. At least there's been several it- moments where they've said the word. <sighs> uh, no, we had to pause it. It's true. Oh, well, congratulations, David. Yeah. You have won this game. Sorry, Philip. You'll get him next time. And, you know, I will admit I'm kind of disappointed that there was no tiebreaker happening this time. But, you know what? I will keep it. I will keep it secret. But thanks for playing. And with that deflating loss, I dropped down to a devastating record of one in four. David vaults up to mediocrity at three and three. And Jenny is at a mediocre. Mediocre. (laughs) Mediocre. (laughs) Asshole. And Jenny. Mediocre. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. We're on a roll uh, today. And Jenny is stuck also in mediocrity at two and two. That slaps. All right. So this is the part of the show where we bring you a little piece of media that we've been enjoying throughout the week, perhaps. Something we discovered, maybe. And I've got a song this week. It is a song called, let me just make sure. Yeah, it's called Shadow. I literally went in looking for that slaps on my Spotify, selected the Discover Weekly playlist. And in amongst that playlist was a song called Shadow. And you're going to love this, guys. It's by a band called Bearstronaut, as oh! in astronaut, but Bearstronaut. I do enjoy so, it. It's uh, it's perfect for the podcast. There you go. Check it out. Shadow by Bearstronaut. That slaps. All right. I also have a song this week. I have been revisiting my one of my favorite bands of all time, a lovely alternative Canadian band called Mother Mother. Fun fact, I've actually opened for them before. But anyway, I have been revisiting them and I discover that they have Wait, done some. That's a weird thing to brush off. <laughs> don't That's, do you, I'll save the awesome. story for another time stay tuned okay all right all but right. the 
they've recently done some releases where they have changed the tempos of some of their most popular songs. I gave them a good listen the other night, and I would say my favorite one out of that whole collection is there is a slowed down version of their song Hayloft. This song is originally from their album Oh My Heart, which was released back in 2008. And I will say it is the little slight change in tempo. It's grungy. It gets down. It's dirty. And I think it's fantastic. Go listen to the slow down edition of Hayloft and go enjoy the original version. They're all wonderful. Hayloft by Mother Mother. That slaps. I haven't gone to sleep yet. And so I can still say last night. Uh, I went to go see a wonderful film, a tremendous film that I think actually both of you would enjoy for different reasons, but would enjoy very much so. Uh, It's a Finnish film, uh, weirdly enough. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I saw it. It's called Sisu. Imagine a world where John Wick meets Nazis. And it's just an enjoyable time guys an enjoyable time going with no expectations you'll leave incredibly impressed and incredibly entertained the movie is called sisu s-i-s-u and let me tell you guys it slaps well we are nearing the end of our episode but before we go we have a few thank yous to give out yeah, first of all, to Cass and Crossland and to Jake Corlang for the music you hear on the show. We thank you. Thanks to Ryan Ardell. And thank you to Josh Hans for all the audio bits you get to hear throughout the show. And thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Yes, thank you for listening right now. Uh, we do appreciate you tuning in each and every week. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so that way you can hear all of our latest podcasts each and every week, as well as get access to the entire archive and library that we have stashed away for a rainy day in the back there. Yeah, you can go all the way back and, and just continue listening until you get to our current time. And then you'll have new fresh ones to get to right then. So no matter what, it's a win, 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 win. Thank you so much for listening. If you miss anything, make sure to follow us on social media at the three tents uh, on most of our social media sites. Thank you so much. Susie, have you been hiding vegetables in my food? Yes, darling, but I just want you to eat healthily. Susie, I'm a bear. I'm a carnivore.